Good morning, everyone. My name is Amanda, and welcome to Catch the Fires uh, Communion. Every morning we're doing this leading up to Pentecost. Um, I just want to mention that uh, we'd like to invite you to the Surge. Uh, it's a mini-conference that the church is having online. Uh, we're part of Catch the Fire Church uh, organization, and the main one in Toronto is doing a mini-conference. You can find the information on ctfscarborough.com, or you can also email us at ctfscarborough, um, and we would like to let you know about that information. So... Uh, Today, because we're doing this leading up to Pentecost, I wanted to talk about Holy Spirit. Pentecost is the story of when the church received Holy Spirit after Jesus ascended or went back to heaven. Um, and I just wanted to tell a little bit of my story about that. So when I was maybe four years old, my parents had a Bible study in the home. And uh, my sister and I would go out and uh, interrupt the Bible study. We were supposed to be in bed, but we would interrupt. And so my parents decided that it would be okay if we, were, if we slept together in the same bedroom on the nights that they had Bible study. And we could chat as long as we didn't interrupt them. Except we didn't chat because we loved the worship for the Bible study. And I remember they would be worshiping in the um, living room and singing, and we'd be in uh, my bedroom, and we'd be singing away to the worship, and I would try so hard to stay awake for all the talking, because there was something there, and I wanted to know it, but I always fell asleep. And I think that was the first time I was introduced to Holy Spirit. Because for those of you who don't know, when Holy Spirit is in the room, you know it. Uh, well, sometime, I mean, he's always with us all the time because he is God. He's the third person of the Godhead, along with God the Father and uh, Jesus the Son. However, when his manifest presence or when he wants to make himself known, you can feel it. I guess some of you may have had that experience before where someone's praying for you and you feel warm or you feel a presence or maybe when you're worshiping and you just know that there's something more there. That's Holy Spirit and I knew it. Now I went to a United Church. It was very conservative. You know, we sang hymns, three hymns. They were written up at the front of the church. You could see what ones they were. So when you first got there, you could, you know, flip through the hymn book and put your like little markers in where those three hymns were. Um, and it was a gospel preaching church. You know, they preached about Jesus. Uh, but in the service, there was not a lot about Holy Spirit. They did not teach Holy Spirit. It was not charismatic. But in the Bible studies and home groups, there is this underground charismatic movement. And so I grew up with my parents speaking in tongues. Uh, tongues is when God gives you a different language to speak. Uh, it might be a language here on earth, or it might be a heavenly language. And the purpose is that when you pray, and maybe you don't know what to pray, you can pray in this other language. And it encourages us. Sometimes tongues is also a sign for other people. For example, my mother's uh, good friend growing up, her tongues was in Hebrew. And when she spoke, anyone who spoke Hebrew would receive a message. And um, 
I used to work in a church in Japan. I was a missionary. And when my pastor and the interpreter and some of the church members were at our church visiting, this lady got up and started speaking in Japanese. And my pastor and the interpreter, they all ran to the front of the church and they, they started recording the message because it was for them. And they still have that message recorded. Um, I'm sure if you'd like to contact me, I can get you in touch with them and you can listen to that message spoken in tongues, but it was in Japanese. Um, but it could also be in heavenly languages that we don't know. So they spoke in tongues. So I grew up with that. Also, sometimes people would be slain in the spirit when, uh, when they were prayed for in the home groups. And that means that they could no longer stand up. The Holy Spirit came on them so strongly that they fell down and received mostly a lot of love from Holy Spirit. So I grew up with that happening. And when I got to university, I decided, I want that. I... I want that. I already knew uh, Holy Spirit. In fact, one day I was reading a book by a lady who was very um, new to the Holy Spirit, and she was trying to figure out, why did God give us Holy Spirit? And she thought that perhaps it was because when Jesus left the earth, we needed someone here to help us, and so God sent Holy Spirit until we go to heaven. And I thought, what? We don't have Holy Spirit in heaven? And of course, I knew right away that was wrong. But just that one moment where I thought, what? I realized that I loved Holy Spirit as a separate person from Jesus the Son and God the Father. And I didn't want to lose him, and of course I won't lose him. He will be with me forever, and I'm so glad because he's great. Um, but so I decided I wanted to speak in tongues. And so I started going to church services where I knew they would pray for me to speak in tongues. And whenever they said, and if anyone wants prayer, please come forward. And I went forward. It was about two years, I think, that I was going forward at charismatic places, Pentecostal churches and um, the airport, Catch the Fire Church. I go forward and they would say, what do you want prayer for? And I would say, I want to receive tongues. And I knew that this was possible because um, of a verse in the Bible, a couple of verses in the Bible. It's our verse for the day. Um, it's from Luke 11, verse 11 to 13. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for goldfish, okay, it doesn't say goldfish, but like really, I'm from Toronto. No kids ask for fish. They ask for goldfish crackers. So I'm going to read my, my version. Uh, if your son asks for goldfish crackers, we'll give him a snake instead. Or if he asks for a Cadbury egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I knew that verse. And I knew that I was asking Father God for the Holy Spirit, and he would give him to me. So I just kept asking and asking. And, um, you know, people would speak in tongues around me, and they'd pray for me, and and nothing would happen. And I would be like, and nothing would happen. And they'd say things like, okay, so just open your mouth. And I'd say, ah, uh, nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. I did not receive tongues. <laughs> um, so I was pretty discouraged, you know. I kept going for prayer, but I was like, what is going on? And what is wrong with me that, like, People receive Holy Spirit all the time, and the Bible says we'll receive, and I'm not receiving Holy Spirit. Now, I have to tell you, I had probably already received Holy Spirit in the baptism, what we call the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I had probably received it when I was a kid because I was so open um, to the Holy Spirit, and I so loved Him already. And I remember, like, times in university and... Um, 
times when God spoke to me and I did things. I prayed for people to be healed and I would prophesy over people, but I didn't know what it was. I was just doing what I felt God wanted me to do. Um, so, you know, when I was praying for tongues, I was already baptized in the Spirit. I really think that's what happened. So I took uh, the school of ministry at the airport church. I was school 10. I'm sure they're on to school 50 by now. That was 20 years ago. And a man named Mark Verkler came to teach us how to hear God's voice. And uh, he and I were having a conversation, and he asked if I spoke in tongues. And I said, no, I didn't. And I started to cry because I so wanted to receive that gift. And he asked if I was more a left-brained person who liked math and things in order, or more a right-brained person who liked the arts and things flowing. And, you know, my idea of spontaneity is if you call me up today and change our plans for tomorrow. So I said I'm much more a left-brained math person. And he said, well, people who are more right-brained receive tongues easier because when you receive tongues, you have to sort of go with the flow of the Holy Spirit. And people who are left-brained, like him and like me, when tongues started coming, we would stop and think, is this really tongues or is this just me making it up? Which I would do. I would be like, I'm just making this up. You know, this is just me being silly. And so he told me, go into your bedroom, you know, in your quiet time and pray to God and say, you know, God, I'd like to speak in tongues and then just speak whatever comes out and don't stop to try to figure out if it's right or if you're making it up, just do it and let it flow. So that's what I did the very next morning. I went into um, my bedroom and uh, I was having my morning quiet time with God and I said, God, Mark Verkler told me, I think you know Mark Verkler, God, Mark Verkler told me that I can speak in tongues and so that you would give that to me, so I'm going to try. And I just said whatever came into my head. Now I have to tell you, it still sounded made up but I just didn't stop it this time. It sounded the same as before, it sounded made up, but I didn't stop it. I just start speaking. And I practiced for about a week until I was kind of a bit more comfortable. And then I got somebody else to listen and they said, yes, that's tongues. So I wanted to encourage you that if you would like to receive the gift of tongues or any gift um, that the Holy Spirit gives, there's long lists of them in the Bible, that you can do that because uh, how much more will our Father in Heaven give the Holy Spirit to those of us who ask? Um, so uh, when we pray uh, today, I'm going to pray not only for the communion, but also that those of us who would like to would receive Holy Spirit. So if you have your elements ready, we're going to start uh, with communion. And uh, in 1 Corinthians 11, it says, The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So, Father God, we remember that you died on the cross to take away our sins, to take our place, to die instead of us. That um, when we receive this gift of your body, that we trade places with you and receive your purity. And that when Father God looks at us, he doesn't see our sin anymore, but he sees purity and we can spend eternity with him and we thank you and we just say we choose you again today as our lord and savior we choose to give you our lives today and we remember what you did and we thank you thank you for forgiving us thank you for saving us in your name we pray
Okay, and if you have the cup. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This is the new covenant of my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Father God, thank you for your blood that you shed, that your blood heals us and saves us and delivers us and brings us to you. And um, God, we just want to take this opportunity to forgive those who have hurt us and give them that free gift, just like you have given us the free gift. We receive your forgiveness as well, and we remember what you did. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so we're going to pray for Holy Spirit to come, and that's our action step is to ask God to fill us with the Holy Spirit. And God fills us again and again. It's not just one time. Um, and not only that, He fills us with power. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So even if we're already filled with Holy Spirit, we're going to ask for more Holy Spirit and more power. So please join me in this action step, uh, praying now. And if you're like me and you need to pray alone with nobody else around, please go ahead and do that later. Um, so Father God, would you come now? and fill us with your Holy Spirit for the first time or fill us again. And we ask that you would come with power into our lives, that we would see power to change not only ourselves, but to pray for others and see change in their lives and change in our family, change in our friends, change in the community around us, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that with you and with your power, that's possible. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for this good gift of the Holy Spirit that you give it when we ask. We pray all this in your name. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us today. And again, in your own time with God, please ask him again to fill you with Holy Spirit. And uh, we hope you'll join us again tomorrow and every day until Pentecost for this communion challenge.